And we are delighted and appreciative that you've chosen to spend your time with us on JR Morning. And if you like what you hear, and if we do a decent job informing you, getting ready for your day, tell some friends. We'd love to have more people added into the conversation. We took some calls today. We'll yeah. try, to, try to do more of that as well. I got to tell you, everywhere I've been going, uh, all my buddies have been talking about this sign-stealing scandal involving the University of Michigan and the Big Ten on Monday. Uh, we can assume at the behest of ADs and football coaches other than uh, the University of Michigan uh, have asked for potential disciplinary action. And there was a formal notice yesterday to Michigan Athletics notifying it of potential disciplinary action being handed down. What does it mean for the program? We turn to the man that broke the story in the first place, ESPN's Adam Rittenberg, joining us live this morning. Adam, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. So you were the first to break this story that this notice went out from the Big Ten. Have we learned any more subsequently as to what it says? Right. So this is a procedural element in the Big Ten sportsmanship policy when there is the likelihood of disciplinary action. So it reads here, in the event that it becomes clear that an institution is likely to be subjected to disciplinary action, the commissioner shall notify that institution at the earliest opportunity. So that's essentially what's happened here is that, you know, this is a step before discipline is, is likely imposed. Now, Michigan, you know, obviously has another day, I'm told, to respond to this initial uh, notice. There's obviously big communication between the university and the Big Ten. I would assume there's big communication between the two sets of attorneys and Michigan has made it very clear um, through their, uh, you know, in media. And I've talked to people there too, that they will, um, they will push back against pretty much any discipline. And the discipline, as you guys know, likely would be Jim Harbaugh related, not team related. I, I don't think you're going to see any type of uh, team, you know, being prohibited from the big 10 championship, but uh, a suspension for Harbaugh is, is much likelier at this point. Uh, there are reports that the NCAA has found no direct link between Harbaugh and this sign-stealing scheme, even if Harbaugh would be the one to serve the suspension, right? Correct, yeah. And I think that's similar to what's been in that letter that, that the Big Ten sent to, the, to, the, to Michigan, is that you know, there, there hasn't been a direct link, right, between Harbaugh and having knowledge of what happened. But what I'm told is, that the Big Ten is essentially saying there's no doubt in our minds that this happened, that this illegal practice happened. And as overseer of the program, someone has to suffer the consequences. And that's just how the penalty structure works now. It's even in the NCAA side that, you know, if an assistant coach breaks a rule, the head coach can be subject to, you know, a punishment. So it's almost as if it doesn't matter. And people are making a big deal of that and understand that part. But even in the NCAA's penalty structure, it, you know, it's, it's more what happens in your program. You're, you're responsible for everything that happens, whether you know about it or, or not. And in the Big Ten's view, the evidence that they have uh, seen, largely from the NCAA, but, you know, there's been obviously some in the media as well, has made it clear to them that, there, that this, this did happen around the Michigan program. I've heard a lot of question, Adam uh, Rittenberg, from, from friends saying, well, how could the Big Ten weigh in? when they haven't done the formal investigation or can they just take the evidence available that's, that's been shared by the NCAA and act upon it? Right. And, and so this is probably going to be the part that's debated in court. If the big 10 does impose discipline because the big 10 is going off of its sportsmanship policy, which is a, a relatively thin document, somewhat vague, but allows the big 10 commissioner exclusive authority 
if he has uh, a, you know, a belief or evidence that a violation of that sportsmanship policy occurred to go in and impose discipline even without their own investigation. Now, what's interesting as well is the Big Ten Handbook, and I wrote about this in my piece for ESPN.com, also has a section under the heading NCAA-initiated investigation. And my guess is if uh, Jim Harbaugh is suspended, this is what Michigan and Harbaugh's uh, uh, counsel is going to point to and say, hey, in your own handbook, it says here that you know, if it's an NCAA-initiated investigation because it's NCAA violations and they're the ones that started this, you know, the Big Ten typically has a, a committee that will uh, you know, follow the NCAA's process. And then it even says in the handbook, could impose subsequent penalties. So subsequent obviously means after. So that, that's something that is interesting to, to think about here uh, is, you know, does the Big Ten truly have the authority under its sportsmanship policy to step in during an NCAA investigation before a notice of allegations has been issued, before penalties have come down from the NCAA and impose its own penalties? That, that's probably going to be the real debate here. Well, so if UM legally fights this, these disciplinary actions, whatever they are, it would seem that nothing would happen this season and Jim Harbaugh would stay on the sidelines and their, you know, goals of a national championship go forward. Is that true in terms of timing? Well, I, I think it just depends on, you know, where I, I would assume they would file a uh, a lawsuit in the, you know, the Eastern District of Michigan. And you know, I think it just depends on the judge. But, but most, I think that's something that certainly is possible here is the Big Ten imposes discipline, Michigan files, they get a, 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 a injunction TRO, and, and the whole thing is, is postponed as far as when the discipline actually goes into effect. Another interesting layer of this is that we're sitting here uh, in almost mid-November, so there's only a few games left in the regular season, and then you know, Michigan, if they went out, they would obviously be in the Big Ten championship game. Would the Big Ten even have authority to suspend Jim Harbaugh for the college football playoff or for any sort of postseason. Or right, because it's outside only, the conference. It's outside the conference, right. So I know there had been some talk over the weekend of a, of a two-game suspension. So this week against Penn State, next week against Maryland, and then Jim Harbaugh would be back for the Ohio State game. Uh, but I, I'm told, you know, again, talking to folks at Michigan, that they, they believe that nothing is, is warranted. And you saw that in the letter that Santa Ono, their president, sent to Tony mm-hmm. Petiti the Big Ten commissioner in advance of their meeting last week saying, listen, you, you, know, you need to respect due process here. We're concerned about this just as you are, but there's a process to uh, the NCAA's investigation. I would love to see it move faster. I think everybody would, but that's the NCAA's timeline. And we know that nothing is going to happen as far as infractions to Michigan until sometime in 2024, if that. One of the most frequently cited defenses on social media and elsewhere is that Connor Stallion was not doing well, with the possible exception of CMU, uh, was was not doing this uh, directly, that he was basically subcontracting it, that he had surrogates doing the 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 research for him and that then for, well, he subcontracted it out under policies. It's, you know, third party. And so they really didn't, quote unquote, violate does that hold water under the, the uh, disciplinary protocols as, as you know them? I, my, my sense is it would not um, because, again, he's, a, he's an employee at Michigan. He's communicating directly with coaches during games. Um, you know, even the, the videos of him previous to the season, and this isn't a huge deal, but analysts were not supposed to be involved in strategy 
uh, or have any sort of communication with the coaches of meaningful substance during games before a rule was put in in July. So technically, those are violations too. So I, I don't think I don't think that defense is going to hold any sort of weight with uh, the NCAA or the Big Ten. Um, that th- there's a belief that that he orchestrated a lot of this and um, it gave Michigan a competitive advantage. And that's that's that. I, I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot beyond uh, beyond that as far as oh well, he paid other people to do it for him. Okay, Adam Rittenberg, senior college football writer for ESPN, just telling people who you are in case they're just tuning in. What do you think about the ex-college football staffer sharing documents with Michigan that Big Ted teams had their signs? Yeah, it's an interesting layer to this. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we're certainly trying to do some more reporting around it. We'll see what comes out of it. And we'll also see if the Big Ten reacts to that because it's a little bit different, but it's somewhat similar in that, you know, there, there, there may have been a competitive advantage gained through, you know, this sort of web of, of signal stealing and sharing in the conference. Now, uh, I, I don't believe, I haven't seen any sort of reporting around anybody, you know, going, um, uh, having a, a scout, uh, you know, at, at a Michigan game before, but what essentially it, it seems like is a team would play Michigan, they would study Michigan signals, and then they would share them with a future Michigan opponent, which certainly you know, could fall under the Big Ten sportsmanship policy and likely would uh, as a what similar if, type if, of violation. Couldn't that be reactionary to the league knowing what Michigan was doing? So they were like, well, let's see what we could do. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, I don't think this comes out if, if Michigan isn't under investigation uh, by the NCAA or likely facing discipline from the Big Ten. This is clearly an effort on Michigan's side. Um, again, good for them right. to try to to try to show that hey, you know, this you're making this big deal out of it. Well, it was going on at, at your other schools, and it was impacting us negatively. So if you're saying we're cheating, you know, look, look at your own house and some of those uh, co- coaches and ads who are complaining to Tony Petiti, right. they've got their own issues to sort out. But cheating is a loaded word here. If they were divining these signs within the process of the game they were playing against Michigan, that's allowed, guys. That that's allowed, right? Yeah. And that's so does it run afoul or is it the sharing of that that would violate? It's exactly the sharing of that. You put it well. So, right. You can absolutely. And I've talked to coaches in the Big Ten and elsewhere. uh, They all have people that are trying to decode signals. It's just like baseball in that way. But it's the sharing part. It's the, you know, let's let's get ahead of Michigan. And and, uh, you know, we we think that they're they're doing this. So here's some help, guys. Here, here's what their signals are. You know, there's obviously documentation that lays out how specific some of these things um, apparently were. So that, that that's something that, again, the Big Ten, you know, at some point, possibly soon, might have to look into. I don't know or sense it's going to impact the potential discipline for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Just get microphones in the quarterback's helmets. This is all over. Yes. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. No, it's. I, I spoke to a coach late last night about that, and you know, one thing that's come up, and I think it's a, a more of an excuse than anything else, is that well, if you have to uh, put a microphone in the helmet, then the warranty on the helmet has to change, and then we could be subject to litigation for head issues and concussions oh and all of that. Right. But I, 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 I think I think that that will get they will move past that because this is clearly something that can be easily remedied. And uh, and so that nobody can, you know, effectively steal each other's signals. All right. Meantime, we're about 24 hours away, perhaps from another edict coming for the Big Ten uh, that may clarify at least some of this. And I'm sure, Adam Rittenberg, you will be writing about it when that happens uh, for ESPN. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. More on JR Morning when we return at 849.